Welcome to Becoming Iconic, a global multimedia and mentorship brand that will lift you into having the most exceptional lifestyle and business. I am your host, Jen Spiegel, and as a mom of four, a seven-figure high-performance mentor, editor of a magazine, and the host of this top podcast, I have a lot to share with you. This podcast has been created to talk about all of those things that will support you in both your life, business, as well as leadership. I believe in having a life and business that gives you ultimate fulfillment, and this gets to be your reality. That's why most conversations here will shift many of the paradigms that you've likely been participating in. Be ready to be stretched in both your thinking and in your doing. You will hear advice and wisdom from my 16 plus years of experience building businesses globally alongside of raising a family. And you'll also hear from many other industry moguls. Don't forget to follow on your favorite social media platform. It's simply Becoming Iconic. And while you're there, check out the most recent edition of the Becoming Iconic magazine. I just want you to know something. You're in the right place. And I want to thank you for being here. You know, it's interesting, and I see this over and over again in business with entrepreneurship and really how we're leading ourselves with client experiences is when we constantly lower the bar or dip down to meet our potential clients and customers versus holding that standard or holding the bar of excellence and having them rise to the occasion. And it's something that I work on so often with my private clients, as well as those in mastery, my mastermind clients that I'm definitely going to be teaching through B Lounge in some of the sales courses and programs that I'm launching and, and leadership as well. I feel like it's just so all encompassing. It really does have to do with how you lead those times where you feel a little wobbly, where imposter syndrome starts to show up and where you are needing that person to say yes more than desiring them to step into their empowerment. So let me explain this to you. I think this is really important information for you to grasp at the very beginning of the year. My desire and my hope is this podcast really calls you into holding the standards of excellence, in holding your pricing, in holding what you offer, in holding your power and confidence through conversations where sometimes and often, let's be real, Many of you are wavering and wobbling and dipping down out of confidence to meet a potential client. So I'm going to start with a story that I've never really told, to be honest with you, and I didn't tell it because part of me wants to always remain honorable to those people who have come into my world, but this is a one-off situation that is really imperative for me to tell the story of just to maybe reflect to you what is possible when we lower the bar or when we need a yes more than really holding the the success that we desire or are generating and potentially have in real time. So this was back in 2020. I was introduced and referred to somebody who a lot of my clients knew. She she definitely was like in their circle and was a phenomenal person. I really, really quite enjoyed her as a person. And she signed up for a private coaching with me. And at the time, it was a mid-five-figure investment. She knew that coming in. And when we did a call together, 
I felt some red flags and I remember very clearly feeling them and and noticing them where it didn't feel empowered. It felt a little bit like she was stretching into something that she wasn't fully prepared for. But at the time, because in 2020, I was still really building the business and really generating the reputation of becoming iconic. I was in the state of like wanting the business to grow versus knowing the business will grow. And that's something right there that is really important for you to discern. Do you want your business to grow or are you looking forward to the growth that is rightfully yours? And the want then creates a need. And so although I don't like admitting it, I feel like at that time I I needed that validation of people saying yes to me to give me that confidence boost of like, I'm in the right direction, I'm doing the right things. So when we were talking about the the investment, she said to me, she said, I actually don't have the income to pay for this. But she said, I do have, and I'm not going to tell too many details because I also want to keep this in confidence and and honor her and and be in integrity. But she had a, a personal belonging that she was willing to sell if she hadn't created the income by the end of our contract. And she said, you know what? I'm I'm really ready for that. Like I'm really ready to potentially sell this thing in order to be all of myself and step into where I'm being called and like just build this business that I know I'm meant to do. And so, you know, that conviction was, I think for me, the empowerment I was looking for. And I thought, okay. And I never had somebody come into my world that was, you know, so honest and saying like, I'm willing to sell something to pay for the service. You know, it was, it was a little awkward at the same time, but I thought, no, you know what? I trust this. What was interesting was I changed my contract for her. And I wrote that, I said to her, as long as you are paid in full by the end of this contract, I am open to how that unfolds for us and how it unfolds for you. So we know that backup plan is to sell this thing if you don't have the cash flow by the end, but I am trusting that you will you know, do the work and we will make the progress that this isn't even an issue. And she's like, I love that. So I changed my contract and very clearly in the contract, it said by the end of this contract, all of this, this investment needs to be paid in full. And And uh, she signed it and we were in full agreement, but it didn't remove the red flags. I still knew she was making this choice on an emotional level versus a steady anchored, I know I can do this level. And it really did ripple into our relationship. There were many times where I brought it up throughout the relationship, again, staying in my integrity, just bringing it to the forefront and not avoiding the conversation. And she'd be like, nope, I'm, I'm, I know my plan. We're good to go. I'm going to have you paid in full. And so we kept going, we kept going. The interesting thing was she was so immersed in my world. Like she was one of those clients that obviously for her didn't feel like she needed to retract or pull back because she knew she wasn't going to pay, but she was like all in. And every one of my group coaching programs like had this big presence and this big voice. And so I really did love who she was, but ended up being really burned in the end of it. Uh, we got to the end of the contract and nothing happened. She didn't pay me and said, I don't have the money. And I said, but we had agreement. (laughs) We agreed that, you know, if you didn't have the money, this was going to be your backup plan. She's like, I can't do that. I can't sell this thing. It's too important to me and my kids. And sort of through that guilt and that in my face, as though this was something I was doing to her. And it was really one of the biggest betrayals I had. I felt so sad and I was like, you, you kept leading me along. Like you, you, we had these conversations. You kept showing up for your calls. Like you, you took the service <laughs> and you knew 
inside, you were never going to fulfill your end of the bargain. And it really did feel like something was stolen from me, my time, my energy, my trust. And it, it deeply hurt me. And I tell you this story because it's not an easy one to admit to. It's the one and only time it's ever happened. And it will never happen again because I would never provide a service without being paid for it. That was a big lesson I needed to learn in the business and that the goodness of my heart can't always lead the leadership that is required to hold a big business. And sometimes even with a good heart, you have to have a a standard of excellence, a boundary you have to be able to turn somebody away. And that that was a, a hard ouchy lesson. So I, I give it to you because I hope that that actually provides you an example of what you don't want to have happen in your business and holds a standard for you that you say, okay, I remember this story and I didn't want to go through that. And maybe this will be the spark for you to really look at the way you are leading your sales calls. So I pull this together to share with you a conversation I was having with a private client this morning where she had two sales calls with two people who were very interested in working with her and she wobbled. She found herself kind of lowering the bar to meet them. And this is just so like often and, and relevant and important for us to talk about because it, it really is, I believe more of a norm than it is to hold ourselves in those times where someone is being called to step up to the plate for themselves. I mean, this is ultimately what we're doing on a sales call It's so empowering if we allow it to be that way. But when we start to see them, you know, maybe they're, they're questioning the investment. Maybe they're questioning themselves. We start to see them waver in the belief of themselves. When we lower the bar to meet them at that point, we're basically perpetuating the behaviors and patterns they have in their own lives. And we're, we're, we're meeting them in the muck. We're basically saying, you know, they've been attracted to us. Nobody would get on a sales call with you or an intro call with you if they weren't attracted or genuinely interested in working with you because who would do that? I mean, it doesn't even make sense. So we already know they want to work with us. And so we've got to hold that power. We've got to be that North Star. We've got to hold the light for them so they can rise to the occasion. Think of the power that you get to have within their lives. Think of the example you get to hold with them just in this moment of a sales call. They haven't even worked with you yet. But if you can come into this conversation and hold steady and allow him or her to rise to the occasion, you will have such an empowered partnership and client with you. It will be spectacular. The relationship will start in this pure, clean way where there is like the sky is the limit. Like it's just what is possible here because it just feels so good versus you lowering yourself down or coming down to meet them to get that yes. And then you start the relationship in the muck. Like you're in that, that energy with them. You are in that space with them when that's not in fact what they ever wanted to pay you for. Nobody wanted to pay somebody to be where they're at. Everybody pays somebody and invests in somebody to show them the way. And so you've got to show them the way even through your sales calls. It's so important and imperative And so this is something to pay attention to. It is not an arrogance. It's not an ego. It's not a, you better meet me or you can't have me type of attitude. It's not that at all. It's so genuine. It's so sincere. And it's just allowing them to make the decisions or not make the decisions for themselves. They're choosing to stay where they are or they're choosing to rise to the occasion. 
And if they say no, nothing's happened for you. I mean, they don't take anything from you other than, you know, the time you spent with them on the call, but I don't even consider that a take. What a privilege to be sitting with someone who's genuinely interested in working with you. I mean, that to me deserves some, some gratitude, but you know, the end of the day, nothing takes like if they say, no, I'm I'm not ready. Nothing happened in your business. They did not take anything from your business. It remains the same. Okay. So that's really important to know in sales. If they say yes and they rise to the occasion, that's the only way something can change for you and for them. And so that really gets to hold you in that anchored state. And so I really want to recommend that you pay attention to how you show up in 2024 and beyond, that you create a a standard of excellence for self and your leadership that you say, every person, every encounter that I have with someone who is interested in working with me, I am going to hold my offering, what it entails, my prices, my worth, my value, my expertise, I'm going to hold those things. And I'm going to energetically, when I'm in the room with him or her, say, this is a moment where you get to rise to the occasion of your vision, your dreams, what you know to be true, the potential you know that is inside. You get to rise to the occasion. And I literally pray over that as I'm in a room with someone. It's like, I just want them to feel that call and then it's ultimately their choice. If they decide not to, I'm like, I'm here when you're ready. Or maybe there's a different offering that is a better fit for them than what was originally planned. You know, maybe for them, they come in for a private mentorship. They're not there yet. And so Be Lounge is like this perfect place where they still get to learn from me and develop their skills and be in my energy and, and the wisdom that I've gathered for nearly two decades. I mean, it's such a beautiful thing. It's not like when you say yes to the Be Lounge, it's like you're sacrificing. It's like, oh, fine, I'll just do the Bee Lounge. I mean, you get to do the Bee Lounge. This is something to be really excited about. This is not something that you just like decided to do because it's like the next best thing. It is the best thing. Okay. So it is just where you are on the journey. And so I love again to even empower that I've had people say, you know what? I can't do private coaching. So I'll just, I'll just do B lounge. And I said, I I have to call them out on the call and I say, no, 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 no. You're not just doing B lounge. B lounge is extraordinary. B lounge has created millions of dollars in results. B lounge has created well-known globally recognized brands and businesses. So you're not just doing B-Lounge. You get to do B-Lounge. You're deciding to do B-Lounge. You're going there to develop the skills and scale in the meantime to graduate into private coaching. So we will not start the B-Lounge with the Algesta. And it's so interesting because that reflection for them is like really empowering. They're like, you're right. I'm like, yeah, do not be fooled, friend. Just because the investment is less does not mean you're going to get less. It's just different. It's a different experience. So let's go into it with our heart and minds and eyes wide open to possibility. And that is how I love to lead. Again, it's rising to the occasion. I will not and I will no longer dim down or come down to meet somebody to receive a yes, a partnership, more conversation in my business. I just won't do it. And I really, really would love this for you that you don't have the ouchie lesson that I had to learn by not noticing that. Well, let's, okay. I'm going to be real. I noticed the red flags. So I was going to say not noticing the red flags. I saw the red flags. I just chose to not pay attention to the red flags. I chose to allow this client to continue on with calls with no sign of payment. It was all my responsibility at the end of the day, really was. I have to take full responsibility for what happened. However, 
It was an ouchy lesson I do not wish for you to have. But the thing that I know and I recognized in myself is I did not have that person rise to the occasion. I did not hold the standard that, no, I'm sorry, you must pay me. (laughs) And you can go into a payment plan. That's why I offer them. A payment plan is like such a generous gift that not everybody offers, but I'm willing to offer without interest. I mean, you're going on a payment plan with no interest. I mean, banks don't even do that. Okay. So this is so generous. You can do that or pay in full. And if you can't yet, or it's not the right time for you, you know, either here's some other options or I'm here when you're ready. I I look back and wish I had that confidence and personal power in that moment to have done that. I didn't. Uh, because again, I was looking for validation. I was really seeking to help people. And that has really transformed through that experience of like, that will never happen again. And it will never happen again, not from a victim mentality, not because, oh, poor me, look what someone did to me. And I had it for a second. So in full transparency, I had it for a second. It was like, no, Jen, actually you were fully responsible for how this unfolded. And so what are you going to do to be responsible in this never happening again? And that was the lesson. So again, think of this like as a visual, whatever comes to mind of like, I have this standard, this bar of excellence. It's what I ask of myself. It's what I ask of my clients. It's what I ask in my life and in my relationships. And so anybody who wants to come in my world, be in partnership, be in my energy, must rise to the occasion. And it doesn't mean they're going to necessarily see the same excellence because they may not be there yet. They may not even have realized the bar can go that high yet, but there's movement. There's a willingness. There's a a stick to itness. There's an empowerment that comes through that I'm like, ah, I see you. I see you're ready to rise to the occasion. Let's go. Versus me go, oh, you know what? I really can see that this investment's making them really uncomfortable. I really know I can help them. So, okay, you know what? Let's let's just like come up with something else. Or, you know, let me just like, maybe we can do something else at the price. Or do you see yourself doing that? Again, coming down, lowering the bar to meet the person just to get a sale. No, thanks. Not in 2024. Not in 2024, friends. We are going to set the standard of excellence for ourselves, for our business, for our life, for our relationships, for all things. And we're going to hold that in beautiful, loving, compassionate, gorgeous leadership. And everybody who comes into our world and wants to be soaked in that They get to rise up and meet it and greet it for themselves. And when you hold that, you will no longer need, you will no longer want, you will be just like riddled in desire and pleasure and vision. It's like this new vibe and energy that you can't get rid of. Once you taste it, once you have it, once you sit in it, you're like, okay, there's no going back. So I wanted to offer this advice to you, this this way of moving through your year that it sets it up for success from the get-go. And if you've had the habit of lowering that bar to meet potential clients and customers, This is your call to action, that you don't ripple that pattern and behavior into a new year, that instead you say, I actually want different results. And so to have different results, I have to be a different leader and I have to have different expectations of self. And now you know, so you can't blame, you cannot justify anymore because listening to this podcast right now, you now know the antidote to removing these things. And is it easy? No. Is it a practice? Yes. But remember when you get on that call with that person to roll your shoulders back, put your chin up, remember who you are, remember the expertise you hold and energetically pray over that person that they get to rise to the occasion of their vision and their dream. 
dreams and just call them into that, knowing that ultimately ends the day, it's their decision whether they do or they don't. And we don't need to move and adjust accordingly. We get just to hold the space for that. Ooh, this was a good one. So juicy. I'm telling you, the podcast, the everything becoming iconic 2024 and beyond is going to literally spark, ignite your worlds. Okay. So just hang on tight, buckle up. Okay. Cause this is, this is, this is no joke. I, something has shifted in me in such a beautiful way and I am prepared and have been prepared for this moment. So I'm telling you, it's January 8th and we're already having these kinds of conversations. Can you even imagine where we're going to go? Well, I can because I know where we're going to go. But for you, just again, buckle up, enjoy. And if you listen to these things and don't apply anything that you've learned, you will continually have the same things pop up. I'm going to suggest you listen to the Becoming Iconic podcast. You read the magazine. You absorb me online. You do all the things. You come into the programs, but you make yourself rise to the occasion. You say, huh, I, Jen's holding this standard of excellence. And you know what? Just like I am asking my clients and customers to rise to the occasion, I'm going to rise to the occasion of this stuff that I am learning, this gorgeous advice and wisdom that I am soaking in through Jen. I'm going to rise to the occasion and do something with it. I'm going to action it. I'm going to adjust. I'm going to tweak. I'm going to refine. And by the end of this year, we're going to have some really rich, gorgeous conversations as a result. So I'll leave that call to action with you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being here. Your time and presence means the world to me. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so more people can learn about becoming iconic, that would be such an act of generosity. And please go download and read the newest version of the Becoming Iconic magazine available at becomingiconic.co.co. Now let's go make it a great day.